And you are listening to the 919 Podcast, the only show dedicated to telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within the Triangle. On today's episode, I sit down with Dave and Glenn, who together, they make up the NC Beer Guys team. They run the very popular NC Beer Guys website, which we actually talk about at length. Another thing we talk about is beer. If you have ever wanted to know more about beer in North Carolina, this is the episode for you. Not only did we talk about beer, but we were able to have a few tastings as well. Actually, after we recorded, they invited me to be a part of their Facebook Live video where we tried out Triple C Brewing Company's Carolina Rum Barrel Cake Stout. If it sounds delicious, that's because it was. You should all go check out their Facebook page and check out the video as soon as you're done listening to us talk, of course. As always, if you know someone who's making an impact in the triangle, tweet at me. Facebook me or email me at the919podcast at gmail.com. Again, I'm hanging out with NC Beer Guys. Let's get started. I'm here with Glenn and Dave. They are together the NC Beer Guys, creators and owners of the very popular NC Beer Guys website uh, and blog. So, guys, thanks for being on the 919. Right, thank of you. Of course, thanks for having us. And thanks for the beer. <laughs> well, you're so was, welcome. If uh, you're hanging with the NC Beer Guys, you're going to be drinking some, uh, yeah. some beer, some local beer. This is very local. This is some of Dave's. Yeah, what are we uh, drinking again? It's this is a sweet potato, potato saison. Dave is, uh, we, we homebrew. Dave is more the brewer. I'm more the assistant and the talker than the brewer. But <laughs> assistant Dave, to the, the brewer. Assistant to the brewer. I do, <laughs> I, I do right. go over and help sometimes. But more than that, uh, he is the brewer. He comes up with the recipes. And uh, this is a sweet potato saison that we've uh, messed with for, this is the second or third batch. Third batch. Wanted it to be very local, North mm. Carolina, sweet potatoes. and want to use local ingredients. But the challenge for Dave, Dave always has had about challenge. Uh, the challenge for Dave was he had been told, you know, we talked to lots of people that brew beer and drink beer. Well, he had never had and never heard of a sweet potato beer where you could taste the sweet potato in the beer. I can well, taste it. Well, yeah, that's that's I'm glad you said that because that fits very well with what we're saying. Dave actually doesn't taste it much. I taste it more than Dave does. But Dave does have a great palate, actually. Some, for it's some, horrible. For some flavors either. He, I mean, he'll tell you that when we drink beer together and we do a lot and talk about it. Uh, he doesn't always pick up on some of the subtleties, although he is a real flavor kind of guy. So this is the challenge for this is the beer. So we're sharing that and glad to share it with you. And we... No, I've been looking forward. Homebrew. I've been looking forward to this all day. So great, <laughs> it's good. Uh, maybe next you can do a tobacco flavor <laughs> beer. Oh be no! Very, <laughs> be very I don't know that. How long I'm going to go that crazy? Nicotine flavor. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, be, uh, Sean. Sean Full Steam used to talk about doing a kudzu beer. He was going to be set in North Carolina. He'd do a kudzu. That's beer. no longer abnormal. That's, that's <laughs> right, very. It's right. very fitting. Or go down in Georgia. That'd be very popular. Yeah. So. Exactly. But you know, we, people are all about foraging for things now. To put in beer, I mean, it's a move, it's a movement, in fact, yeah, kind of like you know, uh, farm to fork kind of thing. And people are all about going out in the yard. I mean, uh, Fonta Flora has made a living out of 
going out in the woods and finding what he can put in the beer and doing great things with it. Let's yep. get some leaves and some yeah, you'd, you'd be surprised. All right, dandelion and whatever else. Yep. Well, my strategy is to draw this out as long as possible, and the beer will keep flowing. We, we're going to keep you. <laughs> we're going to keep you steady. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, we're going to talk about plenty about beer, but uh, first. Uh, where'd you guys come from? How'd you get to uh, Cary and the 919? He's from here. Okay. I am a native North Carolinian. Been here all my life. Not in Cary. Uh, from down east in Little Washington, Burford County. Uh, my wife uh, her is, is a native Caryite. She graduated Cary High School. Is that what they're called? Caryites? Caryites. Caryites. <laughs> Cary lineage? No, it'd be Caryites. Yeah. Caryites is what they, I think they say. And her parents are still here. So we had... Uh, we actually met in Chapel Hill. We were both in college. I was her brother's roommate. And um, we spent some time down east, but we've been back since 95 and raised the kids here and just settled in. Dave comes from... I'm the whole East Coast. I started <laughs> started from Long Island and then moved to Daytona Beach, Florida. And so north to south. And then saw my half back because then I moved up here. Or a snowbird right. and a half. And, yeah. So, I mean, but this was my... North Carolina was going to be my destination back in 86, but I couldn't find a job because I applied I applied to WREL several times and they didn't take me. So I wound up moving down to Daytona and staying. We were there for 18 years and then we moved up to North Carolina and I will never move away. Yeah, I think North, well, obviously I think North Carolina is awesome. But I think North, I've lived in Florida. I've lived in Virginia. I think North Carolina is the best state. Yes, yeah. it is. For a lot of reasons. And the beer, of course. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we were drinking buddies. And we uh, increasingly in our little drinking crowd were the ones who were drinking something that was uh, different and, and generally was local. And we started home brewing just to see what it was all about. Well, we were just really just getting into home brewing. Um, I had retired from the state and had some time on my hands. And Dave is um, a graphic artist and web designer by trade. So he had the skill set to put our stuff together. So we decided, you know, if some of the people are asking us, what is that you're drinking and where did it come from? Uh, we said, well, let's do something with this and see what it could become. And that was the uh, the generation of NC Beer Guys in, back in 2012. Yeah, I mean, it was basically... So we're coming up on six years. Yep. Anniversary in April. That's right. That? It was the yeah. start in 2012. 2012, yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's pretty recent. Oh, it is, so. but so is craft beer. I yeah, mean, because honestly, there's so many changes since then. I mean, when we started, there was 55 breweries in North Carolina. Now there's 260, depending on how you count. Right. So, so, so we just were so lucky to catch the wave yep. of interest and popularity. Our concern, we, a couple of concerns when we started, was uh, did we have enough to talk about? Right. Because we're 55 statewide, and, we, and, and that was our decision too early on. Where we're just gonna talk nine one nine in the local area, right? Because we because Dave sits over in Apex and I'm in here in Cary, so we thought you know let's just talk local beer. But there really wasn't that much local beer At that in 2012. Point. There were three or four major breweries, um, so we thought we could handle. But everybody was talking about beer because you went online and you saw everybody with a microphone and a camera talking about beer or thinking they knew about. Watch it. me drink this. Th- that's right. <laughs> or thinking they knew beer. So we thought we had to have a niche somewhere. So we decided North Carolina beer, and we're going to cover the whole state. But that didn't seem like a big commitment then because it was mostly Raleigh, Asheville, Charlotte. And Which is one, still and like a one on the Outer Banks maybe and one yeah. east of here. I mean, it wasn't that big a deal. 
Now, it's about worked us to death over six years because they've <laughs> popped up everywhere. Mm-hmm. But that is our commitment to cover. In fact, even today, people think that we're located in Charlotte because we have a big bubble of, that's where we kind of started. Our biggest markets there. We put a lot of emphasis in Charlotte when we started because we liked being there and we knew people there. and there were, Things were popping in Charlotte. The year we started, all the breweries that you know now in Charlotte started the same year or just got started. Yeah, Birdsong, Triple C, Noda. Right, they all were popping then too. Um, So we decided we'd cover the state and talk about beer, and that that is who we are. We just promote the industry. We promote NC Craft Beer. Well, it's sharing knowledge. I mean, it's it's basically taking, you know, I I was a teacher for a couple of years at the college level, and I just felt... I have something I know. I want other people to know about it. I mean, and it's something mm. great. And that's for, and that's what our website is. Our website is information, you know, maps and events and stories. It's basically covering everything you want to know in North Carolina and the whole state. <laughs> so it's a I like the maps a lot. That was that was a really cool part. Yeah, yeah. and for those of you, our listeners who don't know, we're talking about we've got a map for all the breweries in North Carolina. We've got a separate map for all the coming soon breweries. A separate map for bottle shops. Yep. A separate map for the, uh, the schools, the ciders and midries. Also, the schools that teach distilling and brewing. Yep. I um, didn't know there were schools. Um, there are schools. Okay. Well, there, like Wake Tech has a program. Nash County, App State. Yeah, um, several. There's AB, AB ten. You know, out in Asheville, even Charlotte. Um, they have you know a program and some program. some at the tech level and some at the university level yeah so there is you can actually get a degree now in fermentation science yeah. ah, it's, so, it's great I it's had great. college at the Ryan that's right that's right yeah that was my it hey, should have been a college even there. NC State has a they have a brewery at NC State I didn't know that I, yep. I just found that recently they, um, the, the state hotel there near the um, near Centennial campus mm-hmm they uh, at the bar there. They have NC State beer, which I I had no idea existed. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, and cool. Yeah, they've they've created the uh, bee yeast. They isolated the yeast from, from beer pollen. Yeah, yeah, from bee pollen, and yeah. basically it's a wild yeast. And uh, Gizmo Brewworks uses that, and it's just it's phenomenal. And, and it's a great beer they're, too. They're, beer. they're 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 trying. They're doing a lot for the pro, you know, for beer, and they're doing a lot, you know, for the people who go into the program. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, so beer. Uh, what started your passion for it? You know, how, how did you get? How did you think about this? I guess you know, from casual drinker to now you're a connoisseur. And uh, I'm not going to be a connoisseur. Same way I'm not going to be beach. You know, I'm not going to be um, Cicerone or anything. Well, like that. one of the things we decided early on was that our pitch and and truth. I mean, it, it is our truth too. Is that we're regular guys who like beer. We are not in any way stamped on our head as experts or certified by anybody. We wanted to approach it from a very uh, common man, for lack of a better word, approach. Uh, you know, I had college-age kids, and so did Dave, who were drinking beer, and we were kind of like them too. We're all learning at the same time. We're all out drinking, and we were on the wave of the craft beer movement that everybody was learning about craft beer. That was the thing. So we wanted to make sure that we were here, making sure people knew that there are North Carolina options and local options, and almost any town where you are, there are local options. Right, because your your kind of slogan is "Drink local and keep your beer dollars in North Carolina." That's right. right. It's yeah. both a, it's both a a local support, and we're big on the economic drivers because of all that craft beer brings to local economies. 
mm-hmm. which is which is huge when you think about the breweries that uh, towns want them. They 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 give incentives for breweries to come in because they know well, that, most they, towns. that oh, yeah most towns <laughs> um, because they know that they'll grow. Things grow around breweries. They they just a businesses around them because they realize that they're a destination and people will go to them. So if people go to them, then, oh, they may go next door and they may go next door. And so, you know, places and, like... And that will eventually grow to attract uh, maybe a beer festival on that downtown street or maybe right. a food truck because, you know, most of the breweries don't have food. So now that's evolving a little bit. But originally, most of the breweries did not have their because own food. Because you have to have a... It's like it's a, a license, separate right? license. And right. then you've got to also screw around with... The health department and kitchen rules. It's, it's a whole, it's it's a whole hard enough trying to. Keep it's a whole it different world to run a kitchen and a restaurant than a brewery. Mm-hmm. Not that brew pubs don't exist, and in fact, now there's more. <laughs> you'll, you'll ask us later, I think, about trends, and that's where it's going probably. But even look at Bond Brothers, what they've done for downtown Cary. I mean, yeah. not that, that downtown Cary was a problem, but. Bond Brothers goes in. Well, it was and nothing. It, but I mean, it, yeah, but right. it, but it's things have grown, you know, because they have pharmacy bottle shop there and other places are opening up and Bond Brothers is always jammed. And mm. right and they deserve it because the beer is phenomenal. But it's they've grown things and then you have around the block from them is Jordan Lake Brewing Company. And so it's And Pharmacy Bottle and Bottle Dog and all these other places yeah. that are coming up, all in that little circle that downtown right. carry in the last Two years. Right. So things have grown around that, and that's what makes craft beer so great. I'm actually curious. When you, know, you I'm guessing, have been to a couple of breweries around. So oh yeah, <laughs> we so. we never. We at one point thought about counting, but we go to a lot no. more than once, and yeah. we've never really counted. We do try to make an effort to get to. Uh, part of what we do is a lot of video work. Mm. And we'll, we'll use this as an opportunity to push our YouTube channel. We've oh, got, plug away. Yeah. We've got our YouTube. Our, and you can find us anywhere, NC Beer Guys. I mean, on YouTube, we're NC Beer Guys. Instagram, NC Beer Guys. Twitter. And our website is ncbeerguys.com. But uh, on YouTube, we've got, we do two different things. Uh, we do where Dave and I sit at a counter and drink a beer. We don't rate it. We did originally. That's an evolution for us. Yeah. But we, we talk about a beer. We want you to learn where it comes from, what it is, whether you learn about the style and what it should be, and what we think of it, but not a rating as such. It make the, the bartender a little bit nervous, I think. If, if no, it's, it's, it's not that. It's I don't want to rate a beer to say that I like the beer, therefore oh, right. you should like it too. It's, right. we, it's more about, hey, here's a beer from this brewery, we want you to know about it because people, unless you go to the brewery or it gets tweeted or something social media, you may never know about it. But if if we get well, it's just like our sweet potato saison. We don't know if you or we don't know you from from anybody. We don't know what your drinking style is. We don't know if you'd like this beer or not. Right. So but who we brought I, it to I share. Do. I do for the record. And we <laughs> brought it to share, and that's what we do. We, we want to enter. I mean, we think craft beer is an experience. Number one, that's why we think it often should be a visual experience. And our stuff is video. because You should see the beer in the glass, how it pours, what head it produces, mm-hmm. how it laces on the, on the glass. It's a very video, very visual experience. Right. So we do those videos. But the other thing we do, which I was trying to get to, is we try to visit all the new breweries and do a little video that people can know something about who brings them the beer. Which is the NC Beer Buzz. And, and that's to get the story behind the brewery. And for as many as we've done for breweries all around the state, the story 
you know, people are like, oh, it's mostly the same thing. Hi, I was a home brewer and I raised money and opened a brewery. But it's, no, not, it's, not, yeah, like, but it's right. not like that. Every story is different. And it's very really fascinating when you talk to the owners and the brewers about where they started from and what drives them to create the beer. I love that idea. And so it, I'm never bored with it. Yeah, I was, I was curious more about, you know, who are, you know, there's a lot of breweries now, you said over 250. So who are these people that are... Right. You know, it, all, get, yeah. it sometimes is a home brewer. The, the common story, if there had to be a common story, it would be a home brewer who's got good feedback on his home brew and is going to step up to the next level. Right. Sometimes right. it is a some person with some money who sees a chance to get in on a uh, an industry that's growing and is profitable. And he will go out and do a, put some big dollars into a place and then go hire him a brewer. That happens. Right. Sure. It, in my personal opinion, that's a less successful model, but it, it is something we see sometimes. It's um, sometimes it's just drinking guys who know beer but don't brew. They don't really have any money either, but they know <laughs> they want to be entrepreneurs. It's the it's the I want to give back to where I came from, like when we went to Eucusta. Uh, the mm-hmm. Custa? Yeah, they are very much about... They're out in Brevard. Brevard. They're very much about yeah, sure. giving back to their community. And they're all about whitewater rafting. So they found some space right on the river, and they're going to do their thing there. Yep. So there's, there's as many reasons for doing it as there are breweries. Yep. Yeah, and I've, I've seen a couple of brewery tours I've been. There's, there's guys or, you know, women who have years and years of experience and there's some people who you know this, this is kind of brand new so like mm-hmm. you were saying they're just home brewers and they're they're trying stuff out and it can all work and and it can all fail the very one you think will make it for sure doesn't make it for some reason and that hasn't happened lately because it's because people have you know early on people didn't know much about craft beer so they didn't know what to expect or what's a bad beer or what's if you told me it was a style, oh, I don't know what this is. Oh, I guess this is the way it's supposed to taste. So they accepted it, and so there's no one to critique them as much. But now people have the knowledge has spread, so it's harder because now you have a lot of places to compare to, and so people that mm-hmm. come in go, oh, this is the way it's supposed to taste. Well, that tastes nothing like the five other breweries that are doing it like that. So it's it's you you've got a lot of critics out there now who will push you down, and honestly, the ones that don't do as well. Uh, either step it up and they do you know when they realize oh maybe i'm doing something wrong they reach out to another brewery and they you know they hey what can i do to help and they they, they will come over and say listen you can do this you can do this and then they step up yeah yeah we've seen a couple uh, very local examples that we won't go into that got on the wrong foot somehow either their beer wasn't up to quality or for whatever reason they weren't well received in the community because we're kind of a tight community and we do hear, we are very interactive with our work, and we hear lots of feedback. When we say we've been somewhere and we like something or we don't like something, we get a lot of feedback about from what other people think. And and we've seen a couple that got a lot of negative stuff who did just that. They went out and either found them a new brewer or, or turned their situation around and become very effective. Yeah. And then you'll see, you know, rarely, but you do see some that go along fairly well and then all of a sudden take a downturn because they've gotten in a new brewer who they don't know what, going on or they do something that's a little odd and you know everybody doesn't make it there's gonna be something closed for a million reasons it's a business that's right right. things there's a trend so i was thinking we should have start out with this i didn't think about it till now but maybe give an example what is 
what is craft beer compared to you know the Bud Lights or the Budweiser, Miller Light, except etc. of the world? So, so those are lagers. I mean, right. you know, it's funny when you talk about Budweiser, Coors, and all, Coors and all those. All the national brands and the national brands, and you know, but the one thing brewers will always say is Budweiser is well made because yeah. of the standards are very high. So it's not like it's just the flavor is not what you want it to be. I mean, it's it's people say it's easy drinking. During uh, a course that we took for off-flavored beers, and he used Budweiser as the as the neutral beer in between, and I couldn't drink it anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, even when I had to clean my palate with the Budweiser, I'm like, that's a rough thing, just because you've grown and you know, it's like you're you have a, a plain hamburger, and then someone gives you an Angus burger. You know, you've you've now moved up a level, right? And that's what happens with craft beer. And there are so many styles out there, so many flavors that are available. That why would you go back to the old thing when you have all this new, th- you know, all these new things that are out there? And we talk about like sours, um, whether the kettle or traditional sours, that I call the unbeer because they're all these wild colors because they had tons of fruit to them to make them more uh, uh, enjoyable. And they, they look like wines, but they're beer, but they don't have that beery essence to them. They're right. not hoppy. They're not malty. They're fruity. And so that brings a whole other audience to it. So that's what separates it from the lagers, the national lagers. Well, and but, like that. That, and, but the, the, at the base level, craft is local. It craft is tied is to the local yeah. community in some way. Mm. I mean, you can go out and, and buy... As Dave said, a quality Pilsner that's made in Milwaukee or made in wherever. And if that's all you ever want to drink, is that Pilsner that's what it is? That's fine. But you are missing on the local Pilsner that's made over in Holly Springs or in Fuquay or Wake Forest or wherever it's made that a brewer has done a, a recipe for and put together and tweaked so that it's 100 times more flavorful but it's also fresher. It's local water. It's local ingredients. It's somebody that you know tending to it. It's local, right? Like and a, tied to the community. Yeah, like a master chef. I mean, the same way that you go to a restaurant to go maybe to a specific chef. Beer is the same way. I mean, it's not like they have a machine that creates a recipe and they go, oh, yeah, do this one. They got to put it together and test it to make sure that one, it, it is drinkable, and that people are going to like it. But but having said all that, people think they hear so much about craft beer that it must be taken over the market. It's still only like what twenty percent, not even twenty, not even twenty percent of the beer drinking market. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people still drink a lot of the what we call the right. national brands or the domestics or there's lots of terms for the big boys. Yeah. Uh, but there's not the time and energy or the effort or the the loving attention yeah. that's put into local beers. Yep. Yeah, I've had I've had people say. To me, like, oh, I don't, I don't like beer. Or I don't, I don't, but I'm, right. then I respond. That's our with, favorite thing. I respond with, well, you haven't had enough beer because there's That's always exactly you haven't had the right one. There's yet. some because flavor you gotta out keep there. Drinking like, <laughs> because you got because if it's you, a good goal. If you're really on to that, if you think you're going to like beer, I mean, if you want to like beer, and we hear it all the time too, not so far away from us, we don't like beer. Well, you just haven't had the right beer yet because there's one out there for everybody. Yep. Mm. Now, you may have to drink a lot of beer or taste a lot of beer to get to the one. Sure. But there is different there is, as, as everything huge, in the world. Range, yeah. And you know, we've had a couple today. I mean, since we, we, we've had a Kolsch, 
We've had a triple. We've had a saison just in the last half hour. Uh, we're going to talk in a minute about my favorite beer in the world, which is this triple that I'm going to open. And it, it just all the differences in the world. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, let's get, let's get back to maybe um, your website. So it's just you guys. It's um, it is just, yeah. it's just you guys. It's funny. What that mean? It's just you guys. When when very uh, disappointed. Someone huh? said <laughs> disappointed, huh? No, well, they're not impressed. Well, it's impressed. Yeah. When someone says, "Oh, you know, we'll we'll give your team, you know, your team really keeps up thing, you know, keeps the website really well." I'm like, like, "Yep, yeah, team of me, yeah, <laughs> team of us." That's right, right. It's 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 uh, busy. We do have some division of labor. I do a lot of the talking and the sales and the marketing and the billing and the finances. Dave does all the technical stuff and the website stuff, all the events posting. Social media as well. I kind of do. He does. I do. I do. I, Dave does a lot of social media. We kind of, I did a lot originally and because it was really important to grow our audience. So I was on it and had the time to sit on it and to be interactive. Uh, now we're large enough that it kind of manages itself in some ways. Sure. And we, we both will access it, and, and I think that's kind of equaled out. Yeah. That's awesome. But we do do a lot of social media, and we, we appreciate our followers and fans out there a lot. Because yeah. that's, that's what it's all about for us. Yep. Yeah. But it is just us. And you guys keep up the content, like, pretty oh, well. Oh, yeah. I think we think that's critical. Well, you, you have to, because, if one, people complain <laughs> when we don't. <laughs> um because we get emails like, why isn't this? And, you know, when a new brewery opens and they go, why didn't you have this brewery listed? I'm like, I don't even know who this brewery it's is. It's been open for a day. Well, it yeah. can't be on our map because it hadn't opened yet. But um, it, it's... But the other thing we value too, for instance, we have the number one Google events listing of NC Beer Events anywhere. Our events page where we list all NC Craft Beer Events is number one in any Google search. And we value being... The place that you can go as a as a reader or follower of us and search beer events and know what's happening out there statewide. That's right. Right. People don't have to wonder. Oh, they don't have to go uh, and look around. And April getting ready to be NC Beer Month, which will be very timely. Um, you know, we are pairing up with NC with Visit NC, yep. NC Beer Month people to do. We are the the place. Where there's going to be the the ultimate listing of NC beer, right? Events. So in, so visit NC asked us to give them to supply them all the events for April for NC beer month. So they're pulling our data over to their website, which is great because well, it's not unusual. It gets it gets, it gets more. It, get, it attracts another audience. Right. I mean, you know, we have ours, and then visit NC is another audience, and it also lets people know more about NC beer month. But when they realized. How many events that we have on our site already? They're like, okay, we can use you guys, and it helps. Mm-hmm. It well, saves them the work. Sometimes, sometime ago, the Brewers Guild, North Carolina Brewers Guild, did the same thing. Yeah, they, they, they said, why are we going to compete? We don't halfway have the time or energy or effort or attention or whatever to take sure. to keep our events listing. Can we just use your events listing and, and pull it over mm-hmm. and give you a little credit? And that suits us fine because you know all we're looking is for hits on our page anyway. So if you give us credit, pull it over. That's great for us yep. and great for them. But we we think we've got the ultimate listing of beer events on our website. And it's good. I mean, it's it, it means more attraction to what's going on in your area. 
you know, and we have it. You can search if you want to find events in Charlotte. You want to find events in Charlotte this Saturday. Yeah, you can. You can yeah. narrow it down to whatever it is, and so and that's what we want because people are like, well, what are you doing this weekend? I don't know. Go to the website, find it, right? And go, hey, wow, there's a beer Let's release. Some beer. <laughs> yeah, you know, go to a beer release, go to a festival that you never even knew ha- was happening. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of uh, NC Beer Month, so what are some things happening in the area uh, that well, we should know about? I, there's got, about a million things. <laughs> well, you've got, I mean. Um, I know uh, Mother Earth is having their kayak festival where they, they get a kayak, go down a river, come back and have beer. Oh, um, you've got it's very specific. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's nature and it's Mother Earth and that whole but they're area. Also try, everybody's trying to stand out one from the other. Right. Yeah. As far, it, NC Beer Month has gotten to be a big deal in that all the bottle shops, breweries, everybody wants to do something that stands out from everybody else. But it's hard to be individual you know, it's, it's beer drinking, which is just a social activity. But how do I make mine a little bit different? Yeah. So go on the website and check, and, and they're all going to be there. But but it kicks off with all kinds of, there's a... Well, we got, the, you know, I mean, there's a lot of events that are happening all over the state. Um, but Brugaloo at the end of April, which is in downtown Raleigh on Fayetteville Street, I mean, that, you know, 30,000 people, over uh, 100 breweries, and North, 50, Carolina breweries. North Carolina only breweries. See, a lot of the one thing that I liked about Brugaloo beyond any event in the state is, you know, a lot of the festivals will have, you know, they'll have the local beers and then they'll have the standards, the national ones. Because they'll you know, let the, the, the local distributors, they'll let the local distributors come in and right. bring their big boys in too. So, so you get a mix right. of so, so-called craft and real craft. Right. And then Brugaloo decided, no, it's only NC. So they have only they have over a hundred only NC breweries. That's it. They, I mean, even the big three in the state, Sierra Nevada, Oscar Blues, and uh, New Belgium, are not invited because they were not rooted in North Carolina. That's well, they still aren't rooted here. They may have a presence here. They, they do, but they were not. They were not rooted. And Brugaloo right. is about rooted in NC to say, hey, they which was started a fairly controversial decision and a big deal for the local shop Raleigh people to make that decision. But they did it. But, but that was the decision they made. It. We are local, and if mm-hmm. we're going to support local, local became North Carolina in that case. Mm-hmm. This was some years before Raleigh had enough breweries to support this festival. You mm-hmm. had to go outside of Raleigh itself to, to support the festival. But that, the question was on the table, are we going to like Sierra Nevada or New Belgium or somebody else? And you, know, you have to have your roots here. Yep. And it, it makes a difference. And that's it has that's to cool. mean something. And there's also, I mean, we have NC Beer Month, but now you have Triangle Craft Beer Week, May 5th to May 12th. And so May 5th is the Wild Card Brew Off, which is an RTP. Uh, actually, on IBM. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And when is that? That is May 5th. Okay. And How did I not know about that? Is <laughs> TriangleCraftBeerWeek.com. Okay. And then there's events throughout the Triangle for events to support local. And at the end of the, at the, end of the week, at May 12th, is Triangle Craft Beer Festival, which is only going to be, it's funny, you say Triangle, they, they used to label it as Triangle Breweries Only, but the Triangle Craft Beer Alliance is beyond the Triangle. They, they do the Triangle breweries, but we brought up saying, listen, there are breweries in the vicinity. So right. basically... Because there are some other alliances. 
like there's you know the Western Carolina Alliance and there's like a Triad in Charlotte and there are, but there are there's like not an alliance east of here except is there one in Wilmington? There's one in Wilmington, but otherwise there's not. But there are these scattered out breweries that don't have an opportunity to belong to any alliance. And the other alliances are very rigid in their So regions. the Triangle Alliance said, we'll take you, even if you're in Kinston, for instance, because yeah. mm-hmm. there's not going to be a Kinston Triangle, I mean, a Kinston Beer Alliance because there's only one. Right. So they're pulling them in. Or Farmville or somewhere like that. They're right. only going to be, right. So they've got you know Southern Pines and Railhouse down in Southern Pines and Aberdeen. Fayetteville has breweries. Rocky Mount with the whole big brew mill, they have breweries. Mm-hmm. They're bringing, they welcome them in. So the, the, Festival will have those breweries too. So it's going to be a very local one. That's going to be at the Cary Soccer Park. But for your viewers, or for your listeners, the uh, that's a big week, Triangle Craft Beer Week. Yeah. In May. What's the date? 5 to 12? May, May 5th to 12th. About two months then. Right. Yeah. Countdown. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's going to be, it's it's great because they're doing a lot. And, and all the events will be on our website. Yep. We'll be talking about them and tweeting about them. And the wild card is cool because they're, it's a, it's a brewery This is challenge. the one at IBM on the campus. Okay. Right. It's the it's a challenge. They're giving them two ingredients that are crazy to deal with, and they have to brew a beer with it. <laughs> and at the festival, the brewers will not pour their own beer. They they will be unmarked, and people will go try the beer, and they're going to vote which one's the and best. And you as a drinker, and won't you will know, know which brewery it is. Drinker. Are you guys going to be out there? Oh yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be there <laughs> be because fun. it's it, it it's a fun event for that. It's 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 going to be smaller. Um, it's it's not well, as Well, it's big. the first year they've done it. Well, but they only want it to be less than 200 people. So it's a right. small, intimate event where the Crepier Festival is going to be hopefully around 800 people. It's larger. Well, and Brugler is 30,000. So, I mean, you can find a festival of any size you want. Right. If you like to rub elbows and fight your way down Fayetteville Street, you can do that. I or, do. Or, and Dave does. Dave loves that I festival. love that. <laughs> or, or if you like having a more casual beer festival sure. or more pastoral you know, we, we go all over the state to festivals and we have some we, we love. The Frontier. Yes. That's where it's at. That's where the wild card brew off is. Uh, I really like the Frontier. Yep, yep. that's where Every, that's every where... Thursday, uh, they have free beer for yep. people working in the, the oh, really? RTP. Yep. Free craft beer. It's nice. Where you got there? If you're ever going to ask me, I'm waiting for you. My, uh, no, my cup, my cup he is didn't get empty. done his list yet. My cup is empty. And um, so, uh, what do you got there? John has not asked us yet about our favorite beer. And uh, Dave doesn't. Is. Dave, is first. Dave doesn't ever answer this question because he really does have a, a more wide palate than I do. This is my favorite beer in North Carolina. And uh, it is no. a triple. He's had it 100 million times. <laughs> I only have one can left in my refrigerator. Um, yeah, so what are we drinking? This is from Aviator down at Fuquay Verena. It is a Devil's Cramping Ground Triple. It happens to be one of the first craft beers I ever had, which may be why it's one of the favorites, because it has a certain nostalgia for me. We Before we actually started this, we, when we were still just learning about some craft beer. Dave's craft beer journey started ahead of mine a little bit, but it was one of the first things that I... Uh, Ordered just because of the name and the story that was behind the beer, and thought, you know, I didn't know a triple from a style or a porter. I didn't really know. I was really a newbie on beer, and um, got this, and wasn't sure what to make of it at first because it was so flavorful. I mean, I had been mostly a Corona drinker at that time. I had evolved from Ice House. I mean, you know, I had kind of come along a little ways, but very little ways. Mm-hmm. And this was so much flavor coming at me. And there's a great story that goes behind it, but it is the Aviator Devil's Trample Ground Triple at Fuquay, and it is my all-time favorite 
and there say beer. Cheers. And we're glad to share it with you. This one's been in my refrigerator for a little while. Ooh, that's interesting. I like it, though. The sweetness, it's, it's the rich, Belgian. high gravity. I like that. It but is high gravity. It's a, it's a big alcohol beer. See, but, I need to know all these all these adjectives or these descriptions. <laughs> you can't learn them all today, but we're going to teach you. So tell me about high gravity. What? It's higher alcohol. So basically, oh, good. So basically, when, <laughs> they, brew, a, when they brewed it, it had a, a lot of sugar in it. And for a triple, they add uh, either... Uh, candy, uh, rock candy or candy sugar. This one is 9.2% alcohol by volume. Wow, which is, I mean, most beers are like five. Most beers are less than five. Okay. Well, depending on who, you you, <laughs> you drink some craft beer. That's right. Now, people that drink Bud, which is like, what, three or four? No, that's like 4.5. Okay. So, yeah. but And then the session beers are, are less something than five, under less, less than five. Than five. Right. Um, but high gravity starts like somewhere around eight or nine and goes up. Yeah, wow. and there's some that the, the cap for North Carolina is 15. You can't by law you can't sell a beer more than 15. So some of the breweries like there the are beer that's yeah. made outside the state that's more than we can't. Oh yeah, 19 percent, 20 percent. You can buy it outside the state and bring it here. But um, a lot of the breweries like to push the limit on 14, 14.9. And we've had a couple uh, of great, a great beers at that, and we've had some yeah. not so great beers because it becomes. At that point, it becomes a lot of you get alcohol. Alcohol. Burn. Yeah, you get burn. this. You get yeah. this burn. You get this. And, and if you only drink liquor or cognac or a liqueur, you must drink that, not right. beer. And some of them, I mean, early on, it, it almost tasted like beer vodka, you know, early beers. And some of them, have well, come out the now. same thing with the barrel age. To see, you know, that was one of the trends we went through for a while, and we're still stuck in that. I think too much. Everybody wants to put their beer in a rum barrel or a bourbon barrel right what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with it if it's not overdone right. and you agree with me on this yes i actually don't like them as much as you do but particularly don't like them when they're like all bourbon in my face i love bourbon but if i'm gonna drink bourbon i just drink bourbon and the bourbon barrel aged beers i think need to be the essence of bourbon in the background not so bourbon forward sure i think i still want to know i'm drinking a beer Right. If you want to drink bourbon, then drink I'll drink bourbon. bourbon. Yeah. Right. Yep. Gotcha. All right. So that's the that's the favorite beer for you. For me. And, and I just don't. I, it's the beer that's in my hand. Uh, <laughs> well, I no, can't, no. I can't. I can't ice, that's I too can't, easy. No, it's not. I, I can't isolate what, what it is because it depends on the time of the year. He does depends like a lot my, of different depends, styles. It depends on my mood. It depends. I mean, because I'll buy a beer and... You know, it'll sit in my refrigerator because I'm just not in the mood for it. I, I like it, but I'm not in the mood, and it, my mood swings. I see, my palate is much more narrow than Dave's. I don't like sours. I'm not a big IPA fan, mm. so I'm not a big hop head. So like more of the malty stuff. So I drink more Belgians. I mean, my, my palate is more narrow than Dave's, so it's easier for me to pick a favorite. Sure. But also, sure. something like Aviator with the Devil's Trapping Crown, I can always get this beer. It's a year-round, local, mm. always the same. It's kind of like eating at McDonald's. You always know what you're getting. It may not be. Well, the, I mean, that's better than McDonald's. It may not, it may <laughs> not be the best triple in the world. I think it is. It's my favorite. Right. Yeah. And that's I've had lots of expensive triples, but I still like this hey, one. I brewed you one. You don't like it? I like yours. And you brew too. I wouldn't say yours is better than Aviator's triple. Guys, where is your favorite place to drink? That's just as hot in my kitchen counter. <laughs> the, the NC Beer Guys studio. We have always said, oh, studio. people ask us all <laughs> the time, the the same, yeah. this, a, a different version of that question is, what's your favorite brewery? You know, okay. What's your favorite place to drink? It, it depends on what you're looking for in the experience. Yeah. 
We have had a good time in the last hour sitting here talking to you, drinking beer, just being us, you being you. This couldn't be a more social time than we've had. If you want that and social, that's one brewery experience. If you want to go and listen to a band, that's another brewery experience. If you want to go and talk to the brewer and learn and be educated about the beer, that's another brewery. I mean, different breweries have different um, essences and different. they offer you different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key to what we do is why it should be appealing to people. It's that you can, you can learn a little bit about what the brewery offers you before you go to make it as a possible top brewery visit for you and not just some place where you'll be showing through the door and having beer or it's too crowded or whatever you happen not like. Some people don't like to talk over a band, for instance. Right. Yeah. They don't want live music in their ears blasting while they drink their beer mm-hmm. because they want to talk to whoever they came with. Some people don't. They want to get lost in the atmosphere. So the, your best brewery is the one that offers you the best experience that you want in a brewery. We That's not for me or Dave to say what your right. best brewery is. That's your, and that will change depending on your mood and your day and your, right. your, yeah. your kind of your, what yep. you need out of the beer world that day. Yep. What's your, uh, what's your favorite new beer or brewery that you've come across lately that's like really wowed you? Honestly, they're not new, but I mean, Bond Brothers really astounds me. Their, their Sorcery Series, uh, which is their Kettle Sours, um, I'm impressed because they nail the flavors. And we were just talking about this with a beer we had before we started this, is if a brewery is going to say, hey, it's going to have this and this flavor in it, you better deliver it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you tell me it has this, I want to taste it. And because if you're not, it's like, okay, people... Well, if people it says critical, honey orange triple on the label, we need to hit... I want to taste We need to taste some honey right. and some orange. Right. And it needs to not be I too far off from a triple. Right. And so when with their sorcery series, everyone that I've had, I've been impressed with. And not only that, but my wife who doesn't drink beer, you know, per se, she has had a couple of their sorcery and likes them. So I'm like, okay, we found a place where my wife will drink the beer. I mean, because it'll be, she'll take a sip. She goes, I could do a pint of that. I'm like, golden. Um, and there are other ones uh, that, you know, you go to Charlotte and I really couldn't nail down any breweries in Charlotte that I'd be like, oh, I have to go to. I love going to all of them. I love finding new, I find, I love finding new beers. And that's my quest with anyone is finding them. And which which one offers more? I mean, you know, if I were to say a brewery that I really wouldn't prefer, it'd be one that has, okay, they've got a blonde, they have a stout, they have a brown, and they have an IPA. They have four of the standards, and it's standard. Nothing that stands out. I'd have a problem with that. Right. You know, because... Mostly unique. Well, I'd, unique, or if, even if you give me an IPA, give me an IPA that I have never had before, that I'm like, because if I drink it and I go, wow, this is great... I remember your place for doing that. Mm. But if I have an IPA that's like, okay, it was okay, I'm going to forget you. you know, right. Because why would I go back if you're going to give me the same standards that I could get at any other brewery? That's and if you're forgettable, yeah. and not if someone, routine, regular Joe, can't answer that question, what's the favorite beer you had last week? If it's Friday or Thursday night, and you ask them, what was your favorite beer last weekend? And they can't remember, even if they know where they were drinking, mm-hmm. if they can't remember what the beer was, then mm-hmm. somebody missed the, the point. Right. For me, the, right. the answer is, you know, we just started, we had a beer we drank a couple weeks back. 
that was the uh, North uh, East IPA, the hazy IPAs, the New England IPAs, mm. which I think I'm not gonna like because I drink visually and I don't like an ugly <laughs> beer. in your beer, yeah. I do not want floating in my beer, <laughs> if I can say that. I, I want a clean, that was my initial problem with homebrew is that it had stuff floating in it. And I don't want yeasties floating in my beer. I don't want things floating not in my, my beer. my beer. No, this, no, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about general homebrew. And I don't want to, I don't, so I did not think I would ever really come to like a, a New England style hazy juice bomb IPA. Oh, that's so good. But we had the one the other night from Big Boss that was called, uh, you remember right now. So, so it was, uh, Swamp Ghost. Swamp Ghost. Swamp, Swamp Ghost. And I love that beer. Yeah. It was so, a, it was a new experience. I thought it was not gonna like it. Yep. But you know, Big Boss is an old time Raleigh brewery and we love what they do, uh, until they get too out they get too hoppy for me sometimes. But I thought this was not gonna be something I like. So and that's gonna be my new he li- yeah. come to like. He, he right. I'm gonna skip the sours. Yeah. I thought for a while that I was gonna to try to learn to like sours, like I, I learned to like IPAs. Love sours. I'm gonna skip sours. I'm gonna move on to New England IPAs. I went to um Wicked Weed in Nashville, and I was like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna no. <laughs> oh, I wanted to try. Don't get us started. Don't oh, okay. I want to try a sour. I was like, I'm gonna like a sour. Okay. Well, that was the place. Because I have a, I have friends that really like it. And I can't dispute. I honestly can't say, oh God, Wicked Weed, it's horrible. No, they make top notch sours. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they were known for that, and just because they're now owned by AB and Biff, I'm not gonna dispute. Any of their quality, it's just it's because of who they are now. Yeah, but we just don't drink the, the them beers. The, but there's nothing. The beers are fantastic. Yeah. Honestly, there's nothing. I'm. Well, I used to I be. Still, you don't know in a while. No, I actually I have had. <laughs> yeah, you cheated. That was an old one. It, no, it was not. I just bought it. Yeah, but you had it on your list for a while. But it was. But it was one. I mean, but the quality. The same way you say about Budweiser being that there, it's quality production. Just I won't drink the beer, mm. and. Wicked Weed is qual it's quality beer and it's very flavorful and you know it's top notch but because the because the money goes back to the wrong owners that's where I have the problem. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean I, I went there and as far as the beer goes, I really wanted to like it. I just it, it was probably produced just fine. I just yeah. Get it but you didn't become a sour fan, or you're not. I a did. Sour? I did not become a sour. Fan. Good boy. Well, <laughs> good, then, good. And then and, and what I go with that is you you know you have standard sours and you have kettle sours. And the kettle sours are very, fruit, a lot of them are fruit forward. So they're very, yeah. now, very juicy. As far as I know, Wicked Weeds are all barrel soured. Right. Those are they're traditional right. sours. They're traditional sours. So, um, but you should, I mean, honestly, when you look at some of the kettle sours, you'd be impressed because it's not beery. And they're, it's fruit. I mean, that's what you're getting is a fruit juice that happens to be a beer. And it's nothing like you've ever had. Hmm. And that's why I said my wife loves them. What's um what's the most and then we're gonna <clears throat> come to a close here soon. Sure. But uh, what's the most unique beer you've had? Maybe recently. Oh, there's I, some weird oh, flavors. Oh, out oh no, there. I can give you the the very weird one, which is at Four Saints. Four they're, Saints. They're out in Ashboro. Okay. And they did this. They they were having a a chili. So you like the aviator? Yeah. You like just real too. quick. Um, John off John off camera off stuff. camera. I said off yeah. camera. I meant off audio. Whatever you say. He likes this beer. It's, it's good. good. It's good, isn't it? I finished it. it was well, it's the last one in my refrigerator, so we'll have to get some more from uh, Mark. That's good. So they were doing. They were having a chili contest the day the day after we were there, and they made a beer with garlic, tomatoes, parsley. I, I can't think of all the vegetables that are in it, 
And I got a flight when I was there because I'm like, I don't know if I want to commit right, myself right. to a pint of whatever that is. <laughs> and I was floored. I was honestly floored with that this soup of vegetables and everything <laughs> was a fantastically tasting beer. I, I was honestly like, I cannot, I, I, go, I wanted to give props to the brewer because he pulled off what I thought would be a mess that would just be yeah. gunk in a glass. And he really be, did think that too because he actually talked to me off off public, you know, privately. He said, you wouldn't believe I drank this beer. And he said, it really was good. He said, they did come through with all those flavors. I, I was so impressed. And he thought he had a mess on his hands. But it was, it was just, I mean, to have this, I mean, the other one was like uh, Steel Strings Pickle Mania where they had garlic <laughs> in it. It was pickle juice and garlic. And I was like, yeah, that was oh, not my favorite. Beer, but that was not my favorite. I, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my regular drinking beer, but it was but so different. It was so good. Everything doesn't have to be. I think right. that's the, the point. The other part, yeah. Sometimes there's this, Just this oddity, point. this novelty beer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my answer is, but I will tell you that you know uh, there was one out of Charlotte, out of the unknown brewery, which was brewed with scorpions in it. <laughs> Actual <laughs> scorpions. Actual yes. scorpions. That's He's crunched up. Brad, scorp- does, Brad does that. So you got protein, brewery. right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. right. And that was a fine beer. Whatever scorpions tasted like, you didn't taste them, but <laughs> oh, yeah. but it, it had them in it. I got and and he will always have something. And that is actually Brad, and he's actually doing something now with the most. Uh, what's the elephant poop beer? Oh yeah, it's it's well, you know how you have the. Is this also from Ashboro? From the, this is no, this, no, no, this it's from the zoo. Unknown brewery no, 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 in this Charlotte. Is, yeah, they they you know how you get the coffee, the, the high, that high priced coffee that comes from Tiger poop. Yes. Well, they got one Monkey from poop. Elephant. No, it was Tiger. Oh. So now they have it from Elephants. And he's got so, some coffee. So he so got the coffee beans from that, and he got these very, very expensive vanilla beans, and he brewed a coffee with that. Very, extremely expensive beer. And he had a very limited release, but he did that. But, wow. but every brewer now who thinks he has to do something on the edge, there's plenty of local uh, options. So this one, that, the one at uh, Four Saints, it was their Chicago Dog Ale. Okay. And it was a smoked brown ale variant, and it had dill, mustard, poppy seed, tomatoes, onion, and celery seed. And you'd be like, <laughs> well, that's like a soup. Right. It's but a stew, yeah. Yeah, like vegetable beef. But he pulled it off. It gave, it gave the essence of hot dog phenomenally in a beer. And it was very, it was drinkable. No, I didn't have this beer. Dave was there without me, so I'm I, not saying this. Dave swears this would. I was beer and, and tasted like a hot dog, and it's healthy because it has vegetables. That's right. So you yeah. know, when you have healthy beer, you're now, all about beer, it. That's another subject, but beer is healthy anyway. That's right. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it is true. Rumors, I mean, yeah. you can Google it. It is. There's some health benefits yep. to drinking. Mm. Yep. Not over drinking and in good quantities. Yeah. Uh, we're all we're <laughs> moderate, all moderate, moderate. We are that's always right. encouraging moderation. That's right. Awesome. Um, so I asked this. Uh, oh, yeah, guys, you've listened to the last podcast, but mm-hmm. um, I asked this of every person that's on the uh, the podcast. But how are you transforming the nine one nine? We think that being the ultimate source for information about craft beer in Raleigh, Cary, Durham, in, in the Triangle area, mm-hmm. depending on how you define nine one nine, I don't really know how even you define it because there you but, go. But it's, yeah. it's right. We think it's by information. We are defining it, transforming it by providing information that people don't know. Yep. And I think our following has grown phenomenally because of that. It shows that we are needed and desired and wanted and appreciated. We want want to share as much as we can about craft beer in the area. 
and we have it. I mean, I, I don't want to say, you know, we don't have the plug line that, you know, we give the most information about beer. We list this, this, and this. We can prove it because we do. I mean, if you go online, let Google show you what we do. I mean, yeah. we, well, I, can't, like, I can't sway Google. Google sways everything else. And it's like we said earlier, people do lots of beer videos, talk about beer. People uh, are more public than we are about beer. We think it's a visual experience. We think it's an audio, a video kind of thing. We, 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 would never just, we would never just talk about beer and just podcast because we think you need to see beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but we think our, where we've come from in five or six years proves how we're transforming. We think the fact that craft beer is transforming 919 and we're a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I'm a follower, so I appreciate all the cool. information. Thank you. Um, anything else you want to plug before we oh. about no, no. no, thank you. Plug the website. Plug <laughs> I think we. I think we just, didn't just think they know where they're going after they listen. That's right. So, Hope yeah. so. That's right. Yeah. Hope so. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks for being on the nine one nine. John, great. thanks for coming out. Thank you it's very great much. Having you here, and thanks for the beer. So. Sure. Yeah. We'll have one more off camera. Yeah, that's right. That was Glenn and Dave from NC Beer Guys talking about beer in the Triangle and North Carolina. So I always end talking about how you can connect with the show, and you guys have been delivering. I really enjoy the tweets and the Facebook likes and the comments. Trust me, I see every single one, and I really appreciate it. Keep that up. You can follow me on Twitter or Facebook at The919Podcast. Thanks for listening.